episode of the standpoint you can take it or leave it so we're very loose when it comes to our topics the main thing is we just want to learn more about ourselves and to grow every time we come on to meet for these standpoint sessions and today we've invited someone who we have the utmost respect for primarily because you know she's doing so much for the country and just in the ser- being in the service that she's in now, um, helping people every day while managing, you know, being a content creator who consistently posts. I don't know how she does it, but um, yeah, let's just get into it. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Mia Alshal Alegre. Welcome, welcome. Super happy to have you here with us. Thank you for saying yes again. I'm sure with your busy... Super busy schedule, you know, being in the medical field. You invited me, so yeah. Of course. Of course, of course. Okay, so let's just get into it. Um, So how, like, we we went back a bit um, to your, like, through your TikToks and everything. Because we wanted to see... um, if you were in the same situation as a lot of the content creators that we've had on this platform, um, a lot of them started TikTok during the pandemic. Uh, was it the same for you too? Like, did you just decide to get on? Because everyone kind of had this idea about TikTok pre-COVID um, where they were like, oh, that's not my thing. Like, it's not, it's not something that I, I'm into doing, like posting random videos, like people dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then when the pandemic hit and everyone kind of reverted to an online setting, um, it kind of, people's minds kind of got changed and they were like, oh, like, let's see what I can, like, I can make out of this for myself. And then everyone started finding their own niche. That's why we have so many different kinds of content creators out there, especially, you know, for you, you have your own specific kind of content that you like posting also. So like, how did you start <laughs> putting up videos <laughs> I heard about TikTok like way before the pandemic started. So I think that was around October, November 2019. And we only found out about like the potential pandemic December 2019 when it started to blow up in Hong Kong, right? So I already had an account back then, but I wasn't posting. And if ever I'm posting, it's like a private videos lang, only for my friends and there's only a few of us like I can count with my hands uh, with my fingers kung ilan lang kami na meron TikTok account that time tapos yun and then I would look at the videos and parang cringe lahat ng videos kasi like puro paganda puro pa sexy or like it looks like everyone's so narcissistic ganun so I was like I wasn't posting but then I came across uh, this one account She's a doctor. She's also Filipino, but she's uh, she lives in the U.S. She's uh, Dr. Magnolia Prince. She's, uh, she's an anesthesiologist. So I was inspired by her content. She would post about her journey as a doctor. And I was like, oh, I could do the same. You know, maybe I could start uh, a content like as a medical student. And it's good to show that you're a medical student that time because uh, I was transitioning to be a clerk. So I will start oh. working 
in the hospital na kasi the first three years of your med school will be um in the classrooms you go to the hospitals but not all the time and then uh, pag fourth year ka na lahat na nasa hospital puro duties na and everything no more lectures puro conference na like what i'm doing right now so i was like oh it's a good way to show what i'm doing and maybe people or younger students are gonna in- be inspired to go to med school so yeah i didn't post until october 2020 september 2020 i think that's my first post in my other account na about um medical school yeah i was a clerk that time because my first medical related content was how long does it take to become a doctor in the philippines and then after posting it i just uh went to sleep i was in the us that time so baliktad pa yung time zone so paggising ko like after lunch kasi baliktad din yung time zone ko nakita ko nag-blow up yung video like it's around 200,000 views na like for like a first time post that time parang oh my god ang galing ganyan tapos biglang overnight i earned like 5,000 followers right away and a lot of people are asking Grabe. how are you uh, how are you um what inspired you to go to med uh, med school ganyan how are you doing it how do we go to med school as well especially in USD so yun that's when it started <laughs> And then Have I would, overnight like 5k that Yeah and then I would post like um I don't like posting paganda na like mga narcissist na TikToks ganyan but recently I started posting kasi everyone is doing it now but before I would always do funny content ganyan like I want to be relatable reachable and yun So yeah <laughs> Of course I mean I think that's how everyone kind of start I me also that's how I started on TikTok I I well I was trying to find like what I like posting about of course every once in a while you kind of have those random you follow a trend or you make your own you try and make your own trend right you come your own trend setter but it's crazy and we heard about your account like last year pa because I have a friend who's studying OT in USD now and I was asking her about like who can we get um this was like way back when our podcast was kind of new pa we still had our first show and your name came up and then i i looked at your account and i was like grab it this girl her following is like really like, it's <laughs> i i don't know it's so like no word it's really commendable that kind of build up in the span of a year a year and a half like that's a dream for yeah, most people yeah i have something to say about that kasi dati parang nakita ko like ah 5000 followers like oh and dami na niyan ganun pero right now looking at it parang everyone on TikTok has like 100,000 followers and they would have the most random video so every time i look at my content parang hindi na ako proud ganyan or parang lahat naman kasi kilala or anyone can go viral so i don't see myself as you know a commendable person as what uh, in the content creation industry ganun so yeah but you can keep going that's okay i mean that's very admirable of you like it, oh. it's very respectful and to see when content creators don't i mean that's not a priority for them like their amount of followers it's really to be able to share what they know and what they love with the rest of the world and very very fortunate for a lot of people that yours is Um, you know, going through med school because it's something that 
a lot of people had to learn how to do without the traditional way of going through it. Like, if I'm not mistaken, um, you were halfway through med school when COVID happened? No, or I, almost done? Almost done. I had one year left. So, in my third year, I had like three months left. Tapos nag-start yung um, lockdown. So, three months of my third year were online. And then, one full year of my clerkship was online. So, I did something else. Since lahat dito sa Philippines, walang face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very fortunate to have a US visa. I went to the US and then uh, I did internship there. Because I don't want to lose the experience. And I have like uh, bigger goals for the next coming years. So I really needed the face-to-face interaction. So you know, I had to make ends meet by myself. It was really hard that time because I had to leave during the pandemic. There were like a lot of requirements compared to the usual requirements and it was scary flying back then like no one is flying by that time when I flew around September 2020 so yeah I say I did an internship uh, through my boyfriend's mom's OB doctor so okay. it's a local clinic in Dublin, Georgia. So it's very near their home. So I would go there um at 7 a.m. to 12 noon. And then I would come home to at around 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. to sleep. Because by 7 p.m. their time zone, I will have my online clerkship naman in the Philippines. So Sobrang ano talaga, dami kong ginagawa nun, sobrang nahihirapan ako. But the internship there was, um, they made me feel welcome naman. The doctor would uh, let me uh, do internal exam in the patients. I'm not sure if you know about internal exams, but uh, you use your fingers and then you um, uh, check the insides of a woman. And then you can do also speculum exam where you use an equipment. And in front of the patient, um, with the doctor, he would let me interview them, diagnose them, and then he's gonna be like, oh, what do you think is her diagnosis? Or what do you think is the right thing to do? Or what laboratory should we request? Ganun. So it was very eye-opening dun sa culture nila, the hospitals and clinic compared here. Kasi there, they're just really chill. And yung gumagawa ng mismong history, you're not familiar with this, I think, but yung gumagawa ng history taking, and everything doon sa US is their nurses. And then the doctor just comes in for like three minutes to five minutes to do the procedures and then like diagnose the patient and then leaves. Pero here, from the start, medical history, diagnosis, management, and everything, ang gumagawa lahat nun, yung doctor. So yun, may difference sa responsibilities, which is amazing. I'm sure, but the experience must have been like how how did it feel um having you know cuz that was very soon after the pandemic started right she said september 2020 so that was 5 6 months after everything that happened here when we kind of shut down so what was it like to you know to go to another country during that during the in, most intense part of the situation where wala pang vaccine or anything like that yeah that time ano eh parang sa 
it's a countryside na kasi, so there's not a lot of cases and they're not very lenient in wearing of masks. Like I would talk to the doctor in his office and both of us are like not wearing masks or mm-hmm. I will be wearing a mask. And I would ask him, are you not scared of uh, contracting COVID? And he's like, no, I'm not scared because, you know, I have a very strong immunity and the patients here are very honest. Naman, so you would know if they have it or not. But still, you know, you should be scared with the asymptomatic cases. But mm-hmm. I remember feeling scared because um, one of the patients was like, oh yeah, I just got COVID last August. I just, you know, recovered. And I was like, yeah, today's just September 2nd, you know. <laughs> and you just got COVID a month ago. And that time, sobrang um, dami pang fear. Kasi wala, madami pa tayong hindi alam about the virus. Yeah. That was when it was relatively like no one really understood it completely yet. Yeah. So I would always wash my hands. And in every room, every time you enter and every time you exit, there's a may alcohol na what do you call it? Like may alcohol. Ka mag alcohol. So Yeah, the dispenser thing. Yeah, the dispenser, I forgot. You use the alcohol dispenser every time. So it's very clean naman. Tapos after a while, I would wash my hands. Like every three patients, I would wash my hands. But yun, na-survive naman kasi it's a very small community and you know everyone and the doctor said you can trust everyone naman there. So, I that made me feel calm. That's good. But, um, like taking out the, the internship aspect of it, what was it like to live somewhere else for, for a while after, you know, being here for a long time and like having seen everything that was happening and then going to somewhere else that has completely different like environments and protocols and they have different practices with everything that they do in their day-to-day. I know. Uh, back then, kasi parang pag sa Philippines, they would require you to quarantine and everything or they would mm-hmm. require uh, COVID negative test. That time, hindi pa nag-require yung US ng COVID negative test. Everyone can just fly. So it's very scary na yung passen- yung mga co-passengers mo might be positive. And yung, if ever pinag-swab ka nila, it's like three days away from the testing date. So they could be positive like days after getting swab. Unlike now, kasi I'm also flying to the US uh, in 12 days. They require Exciting. You- yeah. <laughs> so if you get swab the one day before your flight, uh-huh talagang um, mas alam mo na kung positive or hindi. But yeah, it was scary to fly. But then seeing how people, I think it's the mindset of the country itself. People are like not that scared or there's no social media or not their reporters in the news are not scaring everyone that, oh, you will die, ganyan. It's very scary or everything. Everyone there's just like carefree, not all of them are wearing masks, although I'm against that. And I don't know. I think it's just they're very liberated. It could be a good thing or a bad thing. Like, good thing because they have their own minds, but bad thing because you know, they have their own minds and they just follow whatever they want. And sometimes it's because yeah. of their lack of education. Dun. So, yun. Medyo nawala na ako actually sa mga sinasabi ko. Your question was, how did I feel, you know, the difference in the protocols and everything? Yeah, I mean, not not just the protocols, just like the living situation. Like, I'm sure you were going out to like, or I don't know if, if, if at that time it was safe not to go out there, but 
to like go to just like walk in the street to go oh, to a restaurant experience. in another country yeah oh. since i'm in the countryside because that time i wasn't in the city there's not much to do so i was just at home mm. of the time we would go to the city like uh, once every weekend or like every two weekends so in here parang um, bawal kumain talaga completely like lahat nagclose doon meron pa din so yun i was still able to still feel that <laughs> i'm not limited on what i can do kasi i can go to the mall and they're not gonna be like here's your temperature you cannot go in or something like that doon kasi hanggang ngayon wala pa ding nag-check ng temperature mo you can just go in go out they won't ask for your like going to the malls they won't ask for your vaccine certificate and everything based on when i was there last august lang and yun so that's the difference i think here parang masyadong madaming ginagawa na minsan too much na like the face shields and the malls and the checking of temperature something like that because the patient could be asymptomatic parang ganun. so it's pointless but yeah mm. and what i'm kind of getting from it also na ayun nga di ba moving to a different country is is terrifying di ba Siyempre, you're in a new uh, country, new place, diba? very unfamiliar. And yung ngayon, being that we're in a pandemic, parang na-amplify palalo. Yung parang feeling of um, uh, like yung fear of being someplace new, being in someplace new, and then having to adjust, diba? especially coming from, kunyari tayo in the Philippines, we're very, ano tayo, super... I guess uptight when it comes to yung mga protocols and whatnot. Mas strict compared to other countries like what you mentioned. And ayun, just being in a completely new environment, diba? it must have been like scary, diba? terrifying. Yeah, but ako kasi, I've always had uh, the travel pod. So mm-hmm. I was in college lang pala. I started when I was in college. I would uh, apply to a study abroad program. So I would always uh, like stay like I stayed in France for a month and I would study there with like random people that I don't even know. Like I, I asked my friend to go with me, but she didn't go with me. So it was scary the first time, but I'm used to na going to another country and, you know, exposed, uh, being exposed to their culture. It's like that feeling for me is not fear. It's like excitement on what's there, what's to explore. And yun, I, always, I also went to Thailand to study, not with my close friends again. So again, the feeling was excitement instead of fear. I think, it, yeah, it depends on the person. Very, ano kasi ako, very adventurous. And it's not the first time naman na uh, I stayed in the U.S. I, every time, like ever since after graduating college, I would go there like for two months, three months, and sometimes a week lang to stay with uh, my mom or dad's family there. And so I'm used to the feeling already of the place. So it wasn't scary for me anymore, except for, you know, I might get COVID. <laughs> of course. But then, I mean, you're, you have the knowledge of like what the symptoms are and everything. Plus, I'm yeah. sure you have to, you have to learn like what, what safety protocols to, to enforce whenever you go on duty in another country. So, I'm sure there's a part of you that always does 
feel comfortable knowing that oh I have the knowledge to know like if I'm getting these yeah. symptoms like yeah that's you know true. that you still feel safe but it you know two years yeah two years is a long time for this to you know it's still like the world isn't back to normal good na lang we're starting to slowly you know everyone's starting to get vaccinated and all of that but two years is a long time frame for you know change and for adjusting to all, everything that's been happening especially since you know um the world changes every day and i don't know i i'm assuming from what you're saying that you love traveling that you've been to a couple of places in the span of that two years so where was like the the best you know it doesn't have to be like the, the safest but what was your your best trip from all of the places that you went to like during covid i've only left like twice during the pandemic but both of them are long term so when i left last september 2020 i didn't leave till um march 2021 oh wow that's like half a year yeah i maxed it out yung um stay for the visa you can stay yeah. for months right so i think i only have like five days left until my visa is up oh and wow okay i had to leave and i wasn't even thinking of leaving i was uh, thinking of extending my visa because you could extend it that time since you know they would give special considerations if you're traveling during the pandemic like they're very digging about that but i had to come back because my school usd was like hey everyone come back i say we're doing face-to-face now But then when I come back, they're like, oh, yeah, we're postponing it. We're not doing face-to-face. So when I came back, we didn't do face-to-face until June. So that's like April, May, June. That's a lot. That's another three months. <laughs> I know. So they did like swab test to us like so many times. They're like, okay, come back. And then, oh, actually, we can't. There's a surge. And then, oh, we're coming back. They're like, yeah, we can't again. So actually, it was a letdown for all of us because everyone... wanted to experience working in the hospital that time. Yeah, but my favorite is when I went back after four months lang ata. I went back July, July July 9, after graduating med school to do another internship. So mm-hmm. I applied to a internship with an alumni of USD, but he's um, stated in um, New York. He's staying in New York. is one of the well-known or like one of the famous robotic surgeons oh. in the country. According to him, of course, I haven't heard about him because I'm from the US, but people would travel all the way to New York just to be operated by him. So I was very fortunate to do an internship with him and he hasn't accepted students or interns for a very long time because of the pandemic. But When I approached him, he was like, yeah, sure, since you're from USD and, you know, he also knew my boyfriend because my boyfriend also um, tried to apply to him back then, but didn't go. So parang to compensate, I went instead, but my boyfriend and I both went to uh, to the internship. And that's my favorite because um, it's in New York, although we're in the suburbs in upstate. We would go to the city. It's an hour drive lang. And we would experience the city. And it's a different feeling every time if you go with a different person. I've been to New York a couple of times. But, you know, when I went with my boyfriend while doing an internship, it was, uh, like, amazing. So, yeah. And during the pandemic pa. So, yun. Parang best way to experience the city with less tourists. And, you know, 
Yeah, so that's yeah, my... Yeah, plus it's New York. Yeah, and it's New York. So <laughs> it's New York. It's like surprising, like, pag dito, bawal crowded areas, ganyan. Although, alam ko meron. Like, pero doon, like, yung Times Square, sobrang crowded talaga. Tapos, everyone's not wearing a mask. Like, I could see lang, like, five out of them lang yung nag-wear ng mask. So, very scary. Pero, parang, ang saya ng feeling kasi I think, Both of them are vaccinated now, and every time you would walk there, like every block you would walk there, they would um offer you to like, hey, are you vaccinated? You want to get vaccinated right here, right now? Like, there's the ban, there's the vaccine. Oh wow! Yeah, and then everyone, cool. every block they would give out masks. So my boyfriend and I would hoard the the free mask because you know we need it. Yeah, I'm sure that was a, that was very like in demand item during yeah, that time to just have masks all the time. Yeah, and I just, it's the best feeling kasi I'm not wearing a face shield. I have bad, ano kasi, bad eyesight. Like, and mm-hmm. I would wear glasses. So, merong, ano, reflection every time. So, yun. That's my favorite uh, trip during the pandemic. I'm sure. To be given that opportunity, no, by, by someone who, like you said, doesn't accept, usually accept mm-hmm. students or interns. Plus, it's in New York pa. And then, plus, you have kasama pa there. And he made <laughs> In, in his uh in his house for free so oh, wow. okay wow. that's the yeah like you know that's it right there for <laughs> dad in his house is like you know there's only two of them his wife and him so and his dogs stella and sadie and then they have a pool and their house is so big so parang kami lang dog boyfriend ko yung tao sa house nila every time and yung wife niya and lalang parang we felt like they're kids And they would take wow, care. Wow, that's so cool. It's like a TV show. It's like you're starring in your own <laughs> doctor doctor show. Yeah, everyone said that because I posted a a TikTok about that, like um, like Grace Anatomy, yung vibes. Like they would call me Meredith, and they would call my boyfriend Derek, and they're like, "Hey, you should reenact one of the scenes, like the elevator scene, or you know, the call room scene." I, for one, is not watching uh. Grace Anatomy. So I had to look it up. Ano ba yung call room scene at yung elevator scene? <laughs> so yun, it was fun to make that TikTok. <laughs> I'm sure. I can just imagine like, what kind of how you felt. Like when you said New York, I kind of got goosebumps because that's kind of the content creators go to like dream place right now. Mm-hmm. Like everyone just wants to be in New York because that's where content creation is really like thriving talaga. Yeah, and I would make like uh TikTok videos, like TikTok dance videos while we're in the top of the rock, ganyan. <laughs> Just, oh, like so the best. Yeah, it was so fun. But I still felt shy while doing those, you know, dances. Because I, I, I'm still a shy person deep inside. <laughs> wow, grabe. Man, I wish I wish like more people could get those kinds of like opportunities because that's just that's that's the way to live life. Ayun nga like, eh. Oh. Parang you get to travel, then you say, "Diba, you love traveling." And then when you're traveling, you have these opportunities with you say internship and all that, you know, doing what you love. And then on top of that, you can make content pa like champion New York, the hot spot man for content, diba? So parang lahat na you You, it's like you've experienced everything that you could like possibly want to do, diba? And just having that opportunity, being blessed to have that, all of that, diba? It must be like super nice, diba? And ayun, just 
um, ma- massive respect also to paying your dedication more with your um with your craft, di ba? Yung nababalance mo lahat. And yeah, it's <laughs> mapapasana all ka na lang din, di ba? Actually, um, it's hard to find uh, an internship in the US kasi uh, mm. it would get expensive. Like, the most expensive that I saw would be $2,000 for a month. And that's like 100,000 pesos for a month lang. And sometimes wala pa yung pasok during the weekend. So, ano talaga, very expensive talaga. So, it takes a lot of research where you can go. And I... I was really dedicated into finding an internship because I needed the experience and it would be good for my um CV for my application for residency this year <laughs> this uh late parts of the year so hopefully you know I get accepted so yeah for sure yeah. manifest 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 claim it <laughs> yeah and I wanted to share that um experience with everyone because everyone would think like oh if you graduated in the philippines you can't be a doctor in the u.s you can practice because diba, they have different practices they have different like when it comes to the organism they have different protocols and iba din yung bacteria na most common and everything so yeah but i would share about that i would do many vlogs of my internship in new york in surgery and everyone would ask me and i would try my best to answer their questions and that's how i'm giving back to the community. <laughs> that's so I mean plus you're you're trained to be a doctor so there's all of that but that's like one of the most like important ways to give back to the community especially now that yeah. the world really needs doctors to like uh, to help you know help get the world back to where it originally was. Um but it's very clear that you have this kind of not naman personal but close relationship with your followers now you you really think about what they would want to you know see from you and what what stories you want to be telling to them so how does it feel kind of knowing that a lot like how many followers you have they're all going with you on this journey that you're on now from like you know med school to post med school and then every time you have these internship things and then these side like trips and all of that like how does it feel that you know there's so many people that you haven't met who are now kind of going with you as you move along with your life's journey and your medical journey. I read uh, somewhere and it's very inspiring. It said na it's not about the uh, number of your followers. It's about forming your own small community and you know uh, being inspired together and um, being successful together. So I try my best not to look at the number of followers but look at them as like individual people and how I help them and everything. And every time they would message me, I would always tell them, you know, good luck and please, you know, keep me updated on your, um, on your journey. And if ever you need anything, I swear I would answer when I'm not busy. I would tell that to like every single person that would message me about med school. So the feeling is amazing. Every time they tell me like, Oh, you're such an inspiration. Ganyan. But I I think they would um know how it feels when they get there you know when they get to med school na um it's easy naman what you're doing what I'm doing as long as you love what you're doing or you have the passion for what you're doing so yeah the feeling is amazing that I'm able to inspire a lot of people to go to med school or pursue it after like knowing na they can do it pala 
Mm-hmm. It really goes both ways talaga when alam mo, alam mo na content creator ka and um you post about something that can really help other people, 'di ba? Um inspire them even. And you getting those messages from from people who say na parang oh you helped me do this, you inspire me to do that. Diba? It's very heartwarming, heartwarming, diba? And sa part um mo naman, you know, knowing that you've helped these people, diba? Um, nakakatawa, nakakataba ng puso, diba? And it, and I think nga rin eh, na yung surge of um, parang medical-related um, content online, nagkaroon ng parang surge yun eh. And I think magandang combination din yun eh, yung parang using social media, yung online presence ng mga, kunyari, mga doctors. Kasi meron mga doctors din na they post videos, di ba? And ayun, it's very, it's a nice combination to have na parang you help people in a massive scale also in the internet, di ba? Yeah. Ayun, you get these parang wholesome interactions nga with the people who interact with your content, people who appreciate and support your content. Di ba? You said na parang yung what you said earlier about yung comparing yourself to those who are more famous and then you parang you feel na parang um like ano ba ako to for these people to Hello say back. na parang oo na, na they helped me and all that pero ano yan eh it doesn't matter naman talaga yung number of followers and all that diba you said 5000 followers that's a lot but then diba like imagine 5000 people in a room diba marami yan so They're like, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, the beauty of that is you don't know how many people really knows you or how many people you inspired because not all of them would click to follow. Like, I would meet people. They're like, oh, yeah, I know you from TikTok. You, you're this doctor. Like, yeah, uh, you follow me. You support me. It's like, not actually. But I, I see your content. So it's nice to feel... Um, recognized but you know I wanted to be known as you know a doctor or like a, someone who shares about health or someone who helps you with your journey or inspires you with your journey especially especially in med school and you know not someone as uh, not someone who's known as a tiktoker someone who dances ganyan. like and I was able to preserve naman that that image because whenever I would go to the hospital even some of the doctors my uh, our residents would recognize me he's like oh yeah you're that tiktoker who does the mini vlogs on tiktok he's like eh, I follow you it's like oh talaga because he's a higher um, higher batch than me and siyempre resident na yun. so it feels good to be recognized in in the medical field then yeah to think that you know some random person who comes across your content could be the next future doctor who saves like some famous person's life in the future and then without knowing you know you're the person who gave them that jump and motivated them to realize that this is what I want to be pursuing and it's very you know doable if you work hard and yeah that that's the beauty of why you know content creators no matter like what their niche is they they just touch so many different people's like like their hearts and you never know who you're going to impact next in this significant way you know especially in fields like this like like medicine and um law and those those other um 
there's other career paths that take a lot more time to um to learn everything than than other other business um passions and I I don't know what to call it but um the thought that you're you're impacting you know these people who you don't even know yeah like this is this is the reason why you should continue to do what you're doing with with you know even even better that you don't care about who follows you like how many how much how many numbers you have in your in your follower count it just you know you do content for you and it just yeah the rest will take care of itself and you're really helping i'm sure you're helping so many people who are either in med school now or are deciding whether or not they want to pursue this like your content is helping them realize the you know if this this girl can do it like yeah. I, i can do it too like that's what i'm trying to do then because uh, back then I, when i was in high school i would have questions like what am i gonna do next after graduating college how do i go to med school so i'm trying to answer all of those questions for them even they're not asking them from me yet so yeah just to help them like i'm standing from my own shoes and my own perspective on what i would want to know if i want to go to med school so yeah that's how i do it and the beauty of it is you don't know how you'll inspire them i could just post like me sleeping and i'm like yeah i'm a doctor i'm sleeping you don't know how that um content will inspire them like oh pag doctor pala pwede matulog parang ganun so yeah i think that's the beauty of content creation and a lot of people turn to the internet diba nowadays to know so many things yeah. and for you to become this like platform you know for them to learn more about you know medicine diba ayun maganda and ikaw yung parang outlet diba for that and ayun nakaka inspire them sa kanila yeah Yeah, and definitely this journey that you've gone on. I mean, everyone has their own journey, of course, but um, it's something clearly that a lot of people can relate to, and a lot of people definitely look up to you as a, you know, as a respectable person in this profession that you're pursuing, whether or not they want to be a doctor or anything related to medicine. And a lot of the things that you've learned, I'm sure, can apply to life in general. So, what are the biggest life lessons that you've learned from this? path that you've been on from school pa lang all the way until now you know kind of living living this this life that probably would have never happened had covid not happened also everything would have happened differently different opportunities would have presented themselves to you but you know everything ha- does happen for a reason so it's like the biggest life lessons that you've learned having gone through what you've gone through up to this point in your life I think uh, the most important thing to have for anyone is uh, motivation. Because if you have motivation, everything will follow. Like with me, I had motivation to have uh, a face-to-face interaction. So I did everything I can, even though everyone's telling me, no, it's not safe. No, you can't go. No, you're on a lockdown. No one can go out. You know? I had the motivation. So um, I was able to still push through. And again, might be uh, i might be speaking on a privileged mindset or a whatever mindset but i was very fortunate that i was able to uh do those things so yeah the biggest lesson is always find uh your spark to fire your uh motivation because everything else will follow so yeah how very fitting that is especially on the 
<laughs> on the path that you're on. Like I'm I'm so sure like in the near future we're gonna be like reading articles about you like saving yeah. someone's life and then we're gonna be like, oh my god, <laughs> it's it's Mia. We had her on our show. Like we know who she is. Yeah. And ayun, for for what it's worth, you have to uh two yeah. new people who will support you, you know, with your journey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> It's been so like definitely learned like not not just about you know being a being a med student but clearly stuff about you know living life and adjusting to change and like what you said just staying motivated because that's really what's gonna get you through everything that's happening right now. Yeah, actually, to say something like to say more about that, I only had like two things that I want to do in life and that is to travel and to learn at the same time. So I did my best to do that during my student years. So when I was in college, you know, I would apply to study abroad programs and then on my clerkship, when I was in medtech, I would then apply to like one of the most competitive internship programs. And then right now, I would still, you know, um, integrate my travel and learning so yeah going to new york i get to travel and learn and then now i'm going back again i would again do internship and then traveling and hopefully it's gonna be fun because they're more um carefree in their protocols so yeah and this time we're planning to go to like another country like going on a cruise or something it's also like a reward Uh, for myself, ganyan, for like graduating med school and everything, and almost finishing post grad internship. <laughs> yeah, for, like stay, go take yeah. all, all the time that you want. Like that's well the like. Hmm. Yeah, for everybody listening out there, I mean, always stay motivated. You know, stay stay passionate, diba? And you can do like anything, diba? If you set your mind to it, talaga. Yeah, I have something again to say. So, <laughs> everyone would always tell me like, ay napaka ano naman, ang taas naman ng pangarap ko, ganyan. I've always described myself as a as an ambitious person. I have big dreams kasi I feel like if you have big dreams, you can achieve bigger things. You know, pag, if you only dream of like um doing, I don't want to give an example, but if you only dream this low, that's what you're only gonna get. But if you gym this big, you can get higher than that or even better than what you expect. So I'm very ambitious kasi and I have yeah, big dreams. So it, what, it is what's making me you know, stand out with uh, like some of the people that I'm with. Yeah. yeah, no problem with dreaming big, you know. It's... Because it just shows that parang you want to live your life, talaga, diba? You want to work for that dream that you want to achieve, diba? And during the journey, ayon, marami kong lessons, experiences, whether good or bad, diba? Just, ayun, like dreaming big is synonymous with like just wanting to live life to the fullest. And you know, it's nice to know that you have that mindset. And hopefully, nga, like people listening to this one will also be, alam mo na, inspired, diba? So, ayun. Hopefully. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Ayon, um, um, Doc Mia, maraming salamat for 
you know, being here, taking the time um, to sit down with us. You know, it's not every day you get to talk with like complete strangers, diba, about the things yeah. that you're passionate about, diba? But yeah. ayun nga, we really appreciate na we took the time and, you know, the effort to be here to share your, your story, you know, not only with us, but, you know, with anybody listening out there. So, ayun, we, we were really inspired talaga with um, everything that you've done and we uh, only hope uh, that you're going to be doing even greater things moving forward and we wish you the best of luck. And ayun, again, uh, since you've now been in the, um, in the show, you know, you're welcome now in the family, the School of family. And ayun, so rest assured that I know, a lot of people, you know, listening to this are definitely going to be, you know, um, supporting you. For sure, na-inspiring mga yan. And yeah. Ayun. Thank you, Jen, for inviting me. I'm always happy to talk. So if ever, you know, you want to talk again, you can always shoot me a message on my socials. I will always reply naman. I saw your messages, like, at the same time as when Audrey messaged me. So oh, Wow, nice. Okay. Mm, that's so nice. That's so cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank so you much. so much. Yeah, no, oh. it's been... It's been fun. Yeah. This has been another episode of The Standpoint. Again, you can take it or leave it. And thank you again to Mia for being here with us. Really appreciate it. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode.